Hello and welcome to the Samson Saturday Talk Show. I'm your host, David Samson, and today is going to be a different episode. We've only done a few episodes, but you know that one of my goals and purposes is to have a few guests on the podcast and talk about their lives and what they're doing with them. But today, I I want it to be the guest, because here and there, I would be, uh, I wanted to tell you guys some of my stories, and uh, today, I kind of just wanted to talk about quarantine, and specifically how quarantines made me a general better person. So, for us, lockdown started around back in late April, and um, that totally threw me off my routine. First of all, there's two weeks from when they announced school was uh, canceled. Uh, there's two weeks from that point to the point they finally got online lessons working. So I pretty much had two weeks of <laughs> summer vacation, if you want to call it. And this is like... This unexpected break, you could call it, it just totally threw me off my, off my foot or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not the fastest. I don't run a lot, but I do run, and I used to run every day after school. Here comes lockdown, and everything's just so sudden. I just stop running. And this is just one of the many examples of how my routine was disturbed. I had a really reliant routine on things around me. It wasn't really internal. It wasn't really my routine. The way it worked is the routine that I went through kind of revolved around everything else in my busy life. So, as you're listening to this, you're hearing how my routine got turned upside down. So, school starts. Well, virtual school, online learning, distance learning. And that brings some balance to my life. Because you have to wake up. Oh, actually. Ooh. Um, it does bring balance, but not in the way... That I wanted to. Because we didn't have Zoom classes. We had more like a textbook style class. So. I woke up at like 8. 8.30. 9 the latest. And. It was a routine. But it wasn't a really great routine. But the day comes. And the day goes. And I start getting myself more and more. Into the routine. Of just the classwork and the work that they give us in general so i hear a lot of people saying how they're usually very bored in quarantine or how they have nothing to do so i took this time to reflect to myself and i asked the questions like what did i want i mean that's like the most basic question what did I want? And I feel like 
humans do have many purposes and meanings in life. And that's like a topic, another topic for another day. But I feel like one of the big um, meanings and purposes that humans have is to be a better person than you were yesterday. So I asked myself, how can I be a better person than I was yesterday? And there are so many ways you could improve upon that. So I sat down and I created a schedule. It wasn't a strict schedule. It didn't have timestamps on the schedule. But then again, it wasn't really a schedule. Because schedules, the truth and honesty about them is that they're just too restrictive and they're really hard to adhere to and in a place like quarantine you could lose all motivation to follow them so what i meant to say is i created a routine i maybe like a to-do list that i made for each day because for me um a to-do list is just small condensed but it has the most, or the most um, important things I want to get done for the day. So one of the key ideas there is prioritization. Oh God, excuse me, prioritization. So, um, I started running again. That's always the first thing I wanted to do. Then I would have a little workout with weights. After that, I would try and read a little bit, and I've been awake for three hours at that point, and then schoolwork can start, or school. After that, when school is done, I'll do some chores, then I'll try and play an instrument. I'll either try and play the guitar or the trumpet, and if I can, I'll try and squeeze in some music theory. Although I absolutely suck at music theory, <laughs> that's something I'm trying to work on. Um, after that, if I had any cadet-related stuff to do, like polish my shoes, clean my clothes, check out programs, uh, send an email, I would get that out of the way. Um, if I could, I'd plan for my podcast for the week. Now, these next few things, including the podcast... Are things that are like more flexible if I can get to them at the bottom of the list I'll do them but there are a reason they're at the bottom of the list they're not my priority so things on my podcast were at the bottom not that it isn't a priority but if I'm only uploading once a week I don't really need to focus it or focus on it every day I can only focus on it maybe once or twice a week I only need to plan an interview. You don't need to overcomplicate your life. Then I'd also have Duke of Ed. If I had any hours I needed to document, I would go ahead and do that. And another thing I started to do is learn about stocks. Now, this whole routine thing, checklist type of style, it might work for me. But the thing is, it's not for everyone. 
one of the key things that people have to realize is that you have a different equation from me to productivity. My style of productivity is not going to suit yours. So don't go on YouTube searching how to be productive and only watching the first video and trying to stick to it and just absolutely hating it. Do your research. Um, go ahead, watch a few videos, and try the one that you like the most. But another important thing is try and think for yourself. I'm sure many people use this style, and I'm sure that you could find it on YouTube or podcast or textbooks, but it's not that hard to come up with. I use my own head to uh, think about what worked for me. So don't rely on others, rely on yourself. Try out a style and try and stick to it. One of the hardest things I um, experienced during um, quarantine is trying to wake up on time. Or just wake up in general at a reasonable hour. When um, it was a school year, or normal school year, pre-COVID, I had reasons to wake up early. I had to wake up at 5 o'clock to go to practice. Rugby practice. I had to wake up at 6 o'clock to go to band practice three times a week. 7 o'clock for school, two times a week. I had reasons to wake up early, even during the weekends, if there was events, if we were going somewhere, if there was church, I had reason to wake up early. When quarantine started, I lost all reason to wake up early. So I had to ask myself, why or how do I wake up? Why was I waking up earlier? Uh, before COVID. I was waking up earlier before COVID because I had um, a driving factor to wake me up. In quarantine, I don't. So you have to kind of grasp your reality and understand what you want and put it into action. So what I did is I went online and as funny as it seems I looked up tons and tons of different ways to wake up early some suggested drinking a lot of water the night before so when you wake up you instantly go to the washroom and you kind of have that habit of getting up going to the washroom oh you're already standing you're awake why go back to sleep or you could um ask your help from somebody to wake up uh, there's also an app that functioned as an alarm clock and what it would do is the alarm clock would ring you'd go pick up your phone and in order to stop the alarm clock what you needed to do is solve a puzzle a match pace puzzle and math equation a memory puzzle anything it was just, they had a variety of puzzles. But the thing is, no matter how much I try to 
find a solution that worked for me, none of them worked for me. So here's that um, thing again, where you have to be accountable for yourself. You can't hold others accountable to yourself or for yourself. And their equation is going to be different from your equation. By all means, go ahead, look what they have to say. But at the end of the day, people have to think for themselves. And this is just hard for a lot of people today. So what worked for me? What worked for me is um, having three alarms, snooze turned off for all of them. I'd have three alarms set on my phone, five minute increments. So for example, I'd have an alarm set at seven in the morning, 7.05 and 7.10. And the night before, I had placed my phone on the opposite side of the room. So when morning comes, I hear the alarm clock. So what I had to do is I get up, I walk, and I turn it off. Now at this point, I'm so tempted to go back to sleep. And I do, I'm sorry to say, but I do. So I walk with my phone back to my bed and I sleep. But uh uh-oh, five minutes later, the alarm clock rings again. And I'm like, not this again. And the sound and everything, the motion of turning it off, just keeps getting me more and more awake. But not awake enough because I'm still sleepy. So lo and behold, I fall back asleep. The final time when the alarm rings, I'm like, screw this, I'm full awake, and I get up. Now, chances of you finding that, like, equation or um, that style on the internet is low. But that's because I had to figure out my own, um, my own strategy. You have to get strategic about your life. Um, so another thing that I kind of experience during quarantine is this concept called the cookie jar. Now, if you know David Goggins, he's had tons of military and athletic achievements. And one of the things that he's implemented in his life is the cookie jar. And what this does, or... What this kind of concept is, is whenever you're on the brink of giving up, you look into your imaginary cookie jar and you look at one of the successes you've had. And you're like, wow, I did that success. That's pretty amazing. You know what? That just gave me the motivation to finish this job, finish whatever you were doing. Or the cookie jar can just be there to make you feel secure. Because insecurity is something that we've all dealt with. And sometimes I feel like I haven't done enough in life, even though I'm only 16, believe it or not. I feel like I should have done more by this point compared to others. I didn't feel enough. So what I did is I implemented this cookie jar idea into my life during quarantine 
and it can be imaginary. But for the sake of it, I wrote it down in a little flashcard, and I put it on my wall. And every time I sit at my desk, I see it. And I reaffirm myself with positive ideas and my little victories. They're my little cookies that keep me going and feed me throughout the day. Because I look at it, and I remind myself, oh wow, I did that. Look at all the things I've done. Who says that I haven't done enough? Not me. But another thing you have to consider is you can't feed yourself with mediocrity. You can't. You just can't. You can't feed yourself with mediocrity. There's so much mediocrity in today's world. You get awarded for everything. Uh, everybody tells you to get comfortable. Uh, don't work hard in school. All this leisure activity and entertainment people are bombarded by. Everybody telling everybody something different. And like, oh, you don't need to work this hard in high school. doesn't matter. <coughs> or, oh, uh, you don't need to do X and X to get this job. Or, this job is enough for you to have a fulfilling life. But the reality of is, it's just sometimes not. And it's just mediocre. And people stop themselves at such a low place in life and get comfortable. And because that's all they hear uh, every day of their life. People are so sensitive today. Now, of course, you need to be sensitive to some ideas in today's society. But just in general, people are so sensitive. And they can take criticism. They can take some positive judgment and um, like constructive criticism. But even bad judgment or bad criticism reveals something about yourself, even though it may hurt. It's a positive pain in your life that reveals to you, hey, this person doesn't like that about me, and I didn't really like when that person said that. Why did that person say that? Is it true? Do I need to change something about myself? So, criticism. You don't like it, what are you going to do? You have to be accountable to yourself. Don't cushion yourself with mediocrity don't don't get accustomed to this life be the overachiever work hard but still have a social life but don't stop yourself at the bare minimum don't stop yourself at the level of what your friends are doing because that's mediocrity there's so many people in the world that are like them but once again there are only so few people that are rich famous and successful and you can say oh i will have time later in life to change but the and it's true some people might hear this message later and they might have a realization at a later age 
and then they'll change, and then they'll become successful. But there's, that's not your chances. There's a lot of people that hear this message, and you're like, oh, I'm too young to start implementing this lifestyle. And then they keep living out, no, and then they say, I'll just do it when I'm older and more responsible. But the thing is, they get older and they never get more responsible. And they just procrastinate the idea of of um trying a new lifestyle. So once again backtracking a little criticism, uh what are you gonna do about it? Don't cushion yourself with mediocrity. I'm going to say that so many more times. But you really need to embrace it. Now, of course, I'm going to I'm going to use this as an example. But if you're skinny or if you're fat, um you need to have a positive body image. Like genetics is a huge role in today's society. And all those muscle builders, bodybuilders, models you see on um, the covers of magazines. The truth is one of like three things. I don't know. Just a random number I pull out of my head. Genetics. Steroids. <laughs> or lifestyle. And... They might have a really rich lifestyle. They can afford them to eat really, really, really healthy and go to the gym lots, lots, and lots. And gyms are expensive for a lot of people. But if you're skinny or you're fat and you're just um, like eating junk food all day or if you're not working out to build muscle mass, you need to be accountable for yourself. You need to embrace the fact that you're not perfect. By all means, don't be insecure about it. Have a positive body image. But I'm trying to find the right way to word this. Sometimes people need to hear the truth Cause, and you need to decide for yourself. Cause sometimes the truth can hurt, and you need to be careful with that. But if we're gonna tell somebody, uh, use your wisdom and decide. Yeah, this might hurt them now, but five years from now, will the satisfaction and new happy lifestyle outweigh that? Or even you can ask yourself, like have positive body image accept who you are but that doesn't mean you can't put in the work that's where mediocrity kind of draws the line you've accepted your uh, body image and people just have become too comfortable with that and there's nothing wrong with that at all Sorry, I'm just, I'm really trying not to be judgmental here. 
and I'm trying to find the right words. Because really, at the end of the day, we're not here to judge anyone. We're not here to critique anyone negatively or bully them or make them feel ashamed. So sorry if I'm starting a lot and taking a lot of breaks, but I just really want to be clear on my stance on this whole thing. So let's have one more go at this attempt. Accept your body image, but, but, oh, how, how do I wear this? Accept your body image, but you still gotta push yourself. Don't get comfortable, don't get comfortable in that comfort zone where everybody is like, oh, we love you for who you are, even though if the person might be a bad person. Because everybody's just so sensitive and they need to cushion them. And sometimes you just need to look in front of the mirror and you need to tell yourself, I am skinny. I am fat. Change doesn't come without accepting the truth. Yeah, change doesn't come without accepting the truth. You need to look in the mirror and you need to be brutally 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 honest if you are weak and tell yourself that you are weak don't just tell yourself oh you know what i don't have the tools to work out i don't have the time to work out no that's probably not the case you can work out at home on the floor i mean gosh look at prison inmates they have a bench and they have a bar and they're so and they have the floor and they're so jacked so you can't say you don't have the tools and you also you can't say you don't have the time if a person really looks at their schedule they will realize there can be time slots throughout their day that they can totally eliminate like do i really need to spend 30 minutes looking at the news each day Do I really need to entertain myself on YouTube an hour each day? And you know what? If that's not your case, then wake up an hour early. It's going to do you no harm. I mean, unless you're getting like five, six hours of sleep. But if you're getting eight, seven hours of sleep, um, wake up early. Work out. Now, of course, take rest days, but figure out what works for you. But at the end of the day, you need to be brutally honest and accountable. You're not going to become productive. You're not going to become successful. You're not going to become happy if you're not accountable and brutally honest with yourself. I mean, there's a lot of people that just deny their problems. They deny the truth, the painful truths in their lives. And they live this fake, phony, happy life. But when they go home, they're depressed and they have so many problems in their life. Now, they might be happy on like a surface level, but they're not really happy deep within. Now, if you're brutally honest with yourself and you look at yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself, Why am I not happy? Is it because you don't like how you look? 
you're not doing what you want to do, you want to try something else. Like, learn a new instrument. Or you're not happy because you have negative people in your life. Or you're not happy because of X, Y, and Z. Now, that might hurt you, looking at that. And it's not a lovely sight. But by being brutally honest with yourself, you're like, that kind of annoys me. Like, knowing that I could have something, but it's just out of my reach. That's, that's an annoying feeling I have. Knowing that I could be something, but instead living a comfortable life, is just one of the worst feelings that I ever possess. So what you need to do, just be brutally honest with yourself. And implement the change that you want to see. Don't cushion yourself with mediocrity. If you're distracted, if you're unmotivated, don't just acknowledge that. Or don't just tell yourself that, you know what, that's who I am, haha, that's just a character trait. But you know what, my life's still pretty good. I mean, sure, you can look at it like that, but your life can be so much better if you're brutally honest with yourself and you took the proper steps to take away those distractions from your life. I cannot stress this enough how you need to be brutally honest with yourself and hold yourself accountable. Don't let other people hold yourself accountable to you. Wait, sorry, let me rephrase that. Uh, Don't try and be accountable to other people. Be accountable to yourself. If you're accountable to other people, when something like quarantine comes along and like everything's canceled, your whole schedule's messed up, at the end of the day, you can't really be accountable to anybody and you become lazy during quarantine and you become fat. But if you're accountable to yourself, that withstands the time, the changes, everything that society experiences. Because as long as you're firm and your ideologies are firm, you're not going to change in a negative way. You're going to keep growing and growing and growing. As long as you're accountable to yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, what do you hate about yourself? Don't destroy yourself. Don't beat yourself down over it. Don't bully yourself. But instead ask yourself, what do I not like about myself? And what can I do? do about it those are like people often get caught up in two things they uh, they often start what they don't like about themselves and they just keep beating themselves down 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 and down and they get to a really low point in their lives or they say i don't like myself but you know what everybody around me is love who you are and you get surrounded by mediocrity. But if you tell yourself, I don't like myself, 
what can I do about it? Change is going to come. Now, there are some things that I don't like this about myself. What can you do about it? Nothing. You got to accept that. But I'm talking about a more general range of things. Like um, if you're strong or not, if you're productive or not, if you're smart or not. You can always become smart. There's tons of people out there who weren't the smartest people in like high school or stuff, but they've memorized or they've implemented crazy memorizing techniques in their lives. And they're like memorizing champions. Or even then, you can have a bright idea. You can become smart. Having a bright idea is being smart. But it all boils down to being accountable to yourself and telling yourself what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Another thing is, don't use that cookie jar to motivate yourself because implementing that change is gonna be hard. Running the first few laps is gonna be hard, but reach into that cookie jar and just grab it. Take full hold of it. Tell yourself, I've already done this. Why can't I do this? There's nothing stopping you. Like, I feel like 9 out of 10 times. Now, of course, this is just a random number and like for um, demonstration purposes. But 9 out of 10 times, you're not stopping over a physical thing. You're stopping over a mental thing. A lot of things in this life are mental. And you need to callous your mind. And you really need to strengthen your mental state. Having a cookie jar helps that. Being accountable to yourself helps that. Because you want to change. You're accountable. You keep going. You want to quit. You reach, you reach into that cookie jar. You ask yourself why you're doing this. You set a goal for yourself. Have goals in life. Don't just be like, yeah, I want to be so-and-so when I grow up. Or, yeah, I want to do this. No. Grab a piece of paper. Write it down. Stick it on your wall where you can see it. Reaffirm those ideas. Try and reach them. It really sucks when you're looking at something. It's on your wall. People come over. It's like, oh, yeah, you want to, like, you want to achieve that goal? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, how's that going? And then you're like, I'm not very well. That's kind of crappy. So if you put it on that wall, you're going to be like, I, I need to get this done. And you see it. And you're like, I need to get this done. So be accountable, have a cookie jar, and have goals. Um, and pushing yourself physically is just an extra extension of pushing yourself mentally. But you just need to keep detesting mediocrity. Sorry, those two ideas didn't really fit together. Uh, but yeah, let's go back. You need to push yourself physically. It's just an extension, extension of pushing yourself mentally. Um, I don't really know what to say on this topic of... Um, 
of mental toughness. I feel like it, once again, it all stems down to being accountable to yourself. If you're accountable to yourself, you're going to become more mentally aware. And you're going to ask those questions. And you're going to find your answers. So you're going to be able to mentally push yourself. But do not procrastinate. That's that's a mental state you put yourself in. Oh, I can do this later. No, do it now. Or figure out a specific schedule time that you're going to do it. But being loose and being mediocre with yourself totally ruins your mental um, toughness. And at the same time, you have to stop caring what others think. You need to stop caring if people are like, what you're doing is weird, I don't like you, you're so weird, or even if it's your body image, you're so skinny, you're so fat, X, X, Y, Y, Z, Z, you need to stop caring what people think. Because chances are, they're living a totally mediocre life. So stop caring what others think. And only, only focus on yourself. Once again, I'll say it again. Be accountable to yourself, not to others. Don't try and live up to others' expectations. That's really harmful. That's where, like, sadness and depression hits in. Or, like, you get what I'm trying to say. Just stop caring what others think. And I realize that this is a hard thing. For a lot of people to do because they really try and um, fit in with the group but um, a really important thing is is to have a good friend group friend groups don't need to be big it can be five four three two people are the best and I know that you might have a bad friend group and a supportive friend group might not be a case for you. But, um, and in that case, you kind of need to find your own purpose and your own value. And I can guarantee you there are good people in this world that can be supportive and there for you. But the other 99% of people that are negative, you gotta stop caring what they think because they're gonna poison your mind with stupid ideas and they're gonna poison your mind with mediocrity and they're gonna be like, hey, this is life. And then you're gonna be like, uh, no, I have so much more in plan. So hold yourself accountable, take power over your own mind, take power over your own governor. Another thing that David Goggins said is when you think you're done, you're only 40% done. So, like, that's pretty self-explanatory. Like, willpower is a thing that is quickly, 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 quickly lost. And 
implementing this 40% idea isn't something you can do overnight. But by being accountable, by having a cookie jar, by having clear set goals, and absolutely detesting mediocrity, when everybody else is done, and when you're done, you're going to be like, hey, actually, I'm not done. I'm 40% done. And you're going to keep going. If you're in the gym, you're going to keep running. That's how professional athletes are made. That's how and you can implement this into any, sorry, any aspect of your life. I'm just using sports because it's the most easiest and most common. And there's a reason why a lot of successful people are healthy and fit. It's because these ideas transfer from different aspects of your life. So never ever ever be lazy. Because if you're lazy, that ideology is going to transfer from ideas or different aspects of your life. But at the end of the day, you got to do what is right. And if you know that you're not living your dream... Or you're not doing what's right. You got to do what is right. So looking back on this whole quarantine. I've implemented these sets of ideas. I started holding myself accountable. And I was like, hey, I'm skinny. Hey, I'm weak. I'm not going to let anybody tell me that. But you know what? I'm I'm still going to be honest to myself. Am I sad? Am I depressed over it? Absolutely not. I see this as an opportunity to grow. I started running and I started doing weights. I also implemented the cookie jar idea so that I can, you doing this whole process, draw upon the cookie jar to keep going. I also have clear set goals, which I'm not going to share now because they're personal, but they're goals. So I know where I'm going. Because if you don't know where you're going, what are you doing? I mean, ask yourself that. If you don't know where you're going, what are you doing? And sometimes plans change. Realizations happen. You might jump from different seasons of your life. And your goals might change. But at the end of the day, you should still always have a goal. So, I implemented my goals. Uh, I wanted to create a podcast. Here I am, recording a podcast. I wanted to learn about stocks. Here I am, learning about stocks. I wanted to become better at my guitar and trumpet and music theory. Here I am. And I could keep going and going and going. And all the things I wanted to become better at, even productivity... And here I am being a better version of myself. And uh, that's what I've been up to this quarantine. I've figured out my own equation. I've made a routine. I've implemented it. And I followed it. All because I was accountable to myself. I keep pushing myself through using the cookie jar. While I detest mediocrity. And at the end of it, 
I have a clear goal that I want to achieve. Now that goes without saying, quarantine has been an awesome time for me. I love quarantine. Um, it's really not boring. You're left to your own devices. How are you gonna make yourself better? Don't you just sit there and watch TV. You're really left to your own devices. And quarantine reveals the type of person you are. And I'm happy for who I've become. And like, I've become more happy. I've realized what I'm doing, what I want to do, what my purpose is, what my meaning is. And I stress a lot. Because sometimes you realize that you really have no control over some things in life. But over the things you do, you can really grasp that and use it to your advantage. But um, it's also been a relaxing time. Like that goes without saying, you might make yourself busy during quarantine, but there will always still be a few hours have some time to yourself so I've of course watched some movies um, I've loved them I'm a huge uh, movie guy I love to talk about them and critique them although um, I've never gone to film school probably never will but I still appreciate it it's fun it's kind of like my side thing and uh yeah, quarantine's been a really good experience for me. And even when restrictions have loosened up, I've got an opportunity to hang out with friends. And, uh... I think that's all I have to say. It really... It really, um... Sorry. I wanna... I wanna, I'll, I wanna add one more thing. And even when school comes around, I'll have this new, like, system in place that I can use to leverage myself uh, against the other students. Part of that thing of detesting mediocrity and, um, detesting mediocrity and, uh, what's the phrase I'm searching for? Detesting mediocrity and not fitting in is being uncommon. Um, look, I'm going to use the examples of sports again. Even though I am not a huge sports guy, oh, I still love to draw examples from it because it's just really easy to do. So, don't just become uncommon. Don't You, you don't need to become... Like a great out or don't just become a great athlete who puts in a lot of work and effort. You might be uncommon. You might be really praised and stuff and you might be recognized for it. But if you're playing a sport, um like what five, ten, fifteen years from now? Are you still going to be playing that sport? I mean, were you really that good? No. Not only do you need to become uncommon in order to stand out from the rest, 
you need to become uncommon among the uncommon. And that's one of my favorite statements. And of course, not everybody's athletic and will be gifted with the correct genes. But you kind of need to find your little niche and apply that phrase, become uncommon among the uncommon. Find something that you really love and just full dive in. I mean, of course, <laughs> be careful. Don't waste all your money on it. Be careful, plan it out. But what I'm trying to say is commit to it. Commit to something. Become uncommon amongst the uncommon. So when school year starts next year, I'll have this whole positive mindset, cookie jar, goals, accountability, routine that will really help me just process my life better and um, and be happier. Because this whole lifestyle, it isn't just a quarantine lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that I can plot in and outside of my home. It's a mindset and it's a thinking. And I really do think that quarantine has made me a better person because it's given me a lot of realizations through reading a lot more books and thinking for myself, thinking what I want and becoming more productive and even interviewing other people and asking questions about their life. It has been a really useful insight to me. Uh, if I could recommend some books, I would definitely recommend Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins and Ben Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. And uh, I think that's going to be a wrap. And um, I just wanted to remind you, don't beat yourself down over something you have no control over, but still be accountable to yourself. And another final opinion that I wanted to say, it's always one more opinion, it's almost over, I promise, but, um, is that people attach themselves to so many things, so many hobbies, talents, um, objects, um, Things in life that when quarantine comes and takes it all away, they kind of like, they say ouch, because it's not a good feeling when you find your value and you attach yourself to something that isn't you. So find your value, find your meaning in you, and you can do that through, um, Gaining the realization of who you are, what you are, and um, um, gaining the gaining the realization that you really are happy despite the circumstances, and that you're trying your best, because it all boils down to trying your best, which is an overused term, but even so, a lot of people don't do that, and, um, yeah, I'm gonna end it now, so, that's been my quarantine life, 
Uh, just to recap, uh, some things I've implemented each day are run, weights, read, schoolwork, chores, guitar, music, theory, trumpet, cadets, podcast, duke of ed, and stocks. That goes without saying, I still spend time with my family, I still play video games, I still watch movies, and I still hang out with friends. But I have other priorities too, and I make sure that I try and get as many as I can. Sorry, I'm just hiccuping. I try and get as many as I can done. And, uh, oh, I hate these pauses. I'm so awkward at them. Uh, because I don't want to trim them. Sorry, I'm recording this on my phone right now. Or the app, I should say. So it'd be a little hard to trim it in half. You can trim the start in the beginning, but you can't really split the audio and trim it in the middle, which sucks. So that's why I'm so awkward in these, uh, in these, uh, moments where I'm trying to think. Because you're going to hear these silent moments, and, uh, I don't want to do that. I might fix that in another future episodes. But yeah, I just wanted to say how happy I am during this little quarantine thing and how I've really made myself busy and I saw an opportunity and I took advantage of it because truth be told you're probably never going to get another pandemic in your life and you're probably never going to get an opportunity like this again so really embrace this opportunity and, and use it extra time To figure out what you want and how you're going to do it. Read those books that I recommended to you. Watch some new podcasts. Whatever you do, don't just sit around all day watching TV. You got to do something useful with your time. And, uh, you know what? I'm just going to end now. Uh, I think that's that's a good note to end it on. So, I've been your host, David Sampson. And... This is the Samson Saturday Talk Show. Thank you for watching, and I hope you have a great time. Bye-bye.